Dave Johnson joins us on a Wizards game day. Wizards Nets tonight coming up in about 10 minutes. Right now, though, on a football Friday presented by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. It is time for our pick six. The six biggest commander storylines. It is caught! Delivered at six o'clock sharp. It's the pick six at six. I'm going to be the biggest and harshest critic, but I'm also the number one fan. You know, Anthony, we probably only get to use that liner, you know, two more times before the coaching staff is blown out and we're going to have to find a new bite. Oh, man. Because I feel like we'll do our pick six at different points in the offseason and stuff, too. Obviously, that segment was something we started during training camp, but, like, we're not going to keep EB if they don't. Yeah, it's a good point. All right, whose week is it to go first? Uh, it is my week. All right, number one. Number one. Number one, I'm going to go with Corn Lucas, Craig. Good pick. Uh, first of all, you know, Charles Leno, he's, it looks like he's going to be out. Um, didn't practice again today. He's officially been ruled out, so yes. Oh, is. there it is. Uh, but I put Corn Lucas on there because he's going to be in front of our old friend, our old pal Chase Young. And uh, usually when players come back and see their, you know, their former team, they like to tee off and go crazy. I think Corn Lucas Lucas has to, you know, do everything in his power not to allow that to happen. So. All eyes will be on him because everybody's going to be watching Chase and everybody will be super critical of his performance. So I think it's a lot of pressure on Corn as well. I agree. That was definitely on my list or Corn was definitely on my list. Let's get to the guy who is actually number one on my list. Number two, Cameron Curl. Cam uh, is the only regular starter that will be playing in the secondary unless you count Quan Martin, who has moved into that starting role the last couple of weeks as the third safety uh, but you got Quan and Cam, as well as Terrell Burgess uh, in that safety rotation. And then with Percy Butler out and obviously Derek Forrest remaining out. And then both your starting corners are not playing. Uh, that would be Benjamin St. Juice and Kendall Fuller. Communication is essential against this 49ers defense. I actually had another name written down. It's like 1A, 1B. Anthony, I don't know if you were looking at the rundown and saw the other name that I typed before I deleted. Okay, well, you probably are going to hear that name next then. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Point is, Cam Curl is critically important, and that has been a flaw for them this year. They haven't had that Bobby McCain level, even communicator. Nevertheless, like what San Francisco has in Tafungo when he's playing, or you know Kyle Hamilton and, and some of the guys in Baltimore, or Miami, the way they communicate on the back end. Like all these really good defenses have a dude back there, and for all the th- good things that Cam Curl does, that has not been his strong suit. Um, now, one of the things that he has been good at over the years is covering tight ends. Obviously, George Kittle, uh, that is a huge matchup, and he will be the guy who probably spends the most time on him. So, Cam Curl, massively important. Also, the run fits, obviously, against Christian McCaffrey. I don't have a mute button. That's not a fine. It's all good. It's all good. Number three. Speaking of fine, I forgot to add your 15 points, but I'll do it in the break. Number three. Number three, I'm going to go with Scary Terry. Um, two weeks ago, he had a huge performance against the Rams with, uh, when Jacoby came in, you know, in the relief. If Jacoby's going to be out there, I think Terry could be poised for another big day 
again, um, I think it's just going to be important for these guys to win quick. You know, there's going to be a lot of pressure um, that's being generated from the front. So I think it's going to be important for Terry to win quick, Jahan, Curtis, things of that nature. But I think Terry could be in for a good day. They don't have – they have solid corners. That, that is what I'll say. But they don't have a sauce garden. They don't have, you know, a, a reed or anything of that nature. So I think possibly a good day for Terry. Yeah, they have really good corners um, and just a really good defense overall. He's going to have to win quickly. I will say something I want to explore next week. I actually want to see if uh, either Bucky Brooks or Daniel Jeremiah come on the show um, because their podcast, Move the Sticks, did like a fun thought exercise, which is what separates the leading receivers in the league? Like, is there, because you have guys like Tyreek, you have Mike Evans, like you have all different kinds of body types, all different kinds of skill sets, guys who line up different places. Is there a trait or traits that ties them together and what they came up with is play strength and like that and, and also like energy toughness and terry's got that in spades i think that's mm -hmm. actually why terry is an elite receiver and you're reminded of that when he you know actually gets the ball but he plays really strong and when he gets the ball and he runs with it like he breaks tackles and all that kind of stuff and you know i was texting with logan and logan's like do we think jahan has this and i was like that's an interesting question and i think that's something that going into year three like getting stronger and learning how to play stronger is something that can help unlock jahan because he's got so much other stuff that's that's tremendous um but it's something i want to unpack a little bit more think a little bit more about also from the defensive back side of it i think that's an interesting Thought exercise. Okay, number four. Number four. All right, the guy that I had written down earlier, the other part of this communication puzzle is Cody Barton. Um, Kyle Shanahan uses motion and, and alignments as effectively as anyone. And so Cody, who used to play him twice a year when he was in Seattle, obviously has a good feel for what they want to do. Can you get everybody in the right spot? Can you make their life harder? Can you make sure that people are on the same page so that they have to earn it? San Francisco is better than you. They can, they can line up and... 13 play drive score don't let them or, or, or make them i should say don't let them get big explosive plays they're the best explosive play team in football get everyone on the same page get everyone in the right spot get your alignment and your assignment right and then you know, if they beat you they beat you but don't lose by the pen don't lose by alignment don't lose before the ball is snapped that's cody barton's job amongst uh, before anybody else and then obviously as a run fit player he is average at best. Like he's been pretty good. And I think people, like people say the interception last week and some of the, the plays in the red zone, like Cody Barton has figured out how to play middle linebacker in this defense from a pass uh, coverage standpoint. He's typically where he needs to be on the run stuff. He's just a little slow in getting there. And so it's a four yard gain instead of a two yard gain kind of thing. When Christian McCaffrey's a running back, those can become 20-yard gains real fast. So he's got to play fast as a run stopper this week as well. So Cody Barton, number four. Number five. Number five, I'm going to go with, can I call them a group, our defensive ends, because they rotate so often? Yeah, sure. Uh, one of the strong suits of, you know, San Fran's offense is their ability to get to the edge with Christian McCaffrey. And I think it's going to be very important to, you know, try to contain him. Uh, and not let them hit that edge. We're not. We, we don't have to worry about Trent Williams this week. But has he officially been ruled out now? I think that's what you guys said on the pod uh, when Logan. We did say that on the pod, but he has been practicing on a limited basis. Oh. So uh, let me keep keep talking. I'll look that up. Uh, yeah. Well, if if Trent's not in there, I think it'll be easier than you know if he was in there. But they love to run behind the left side of the line. And I think whoever's going to be that right defensive end, they're going to have their work cut out for him. But also, John Allen is going to be important for him. 
you know, fill that gap, fill that lane, and uh, just hustle to the ball. They get to the edge really fast, so I think that's going to be important for our defensive ends. Trent is going to play. Uh, full practice today, no game status, so yikes. Uh, Eric Armstead is out, as is Jair Brown, Jawan Jennings, Jalen Moore, Ross Jwelly. Uh, Jordan Mason is questionable. Uh, and Demetrius Flanagan Fowles is questionable. He's with it, got an illness. But Greenlaw, uh, Elijah Mitchell, Brock Purdy, Debo, all these guys were on the injury report all week. Uh, they don't have game statuses, so they are good to go for San Francisco. My last guy, or since you took you took the ends, uh, my last guys, I'm going to pair together as well. Number six. I'm going to take the defensive tackles. So okay. I talked about Barton and Curl pre-snap. Post-snap, you know how you don't get a big explosive play to Christian McCaffrey? Don't let him get started. The interior of this 49ers offensive line wins by alignment a lot. They do a good job of setting things up to get you to shift your one technique to be dead beat uh, for the double team and things like that. They do a really good job of, of kind of scheming up the run game stuff. But individual one-on-one, -on -one, they are not as talented as John Allen and Deron Payne. So those guys have been playing a little bit better week by week. Uh, John, I know has been battling some injury stuff still, but like go make plays. And I would actually like to see to combine our last two, them kick Duran Payne outside and John Allen outside in pass rush situations. Mm. Let them get some one-on-ones, probably not against Trent. That's a death wish, but go line Duran up on the right tackle on a third and long. Let him rush the passer from there. He did it once this year. I think he got a sack. Uh, if not, it was a QB hit. So and it was like two weeks ago. So let's see some creativity up front. Okay. Um, and I think those are your best players. If you want a chance of holding this Niners offense uh, in check, they have to be dominant up front. That is our pick six. We'll revisit it next on Sunday on the Take Command pregame show live at Tap Sports Bar, MGM National Harbor with Logan Paulson. And then we'll see how we did on Monday back here on the Hoffman Show. Dave Johnson joins us from Capital One Arena next here on the Team 980.